Have you ever felt like there isn't enough time in the day or like you don't have time to take care of your well-being and build your dream? Or maybe you felt like it's impossible for you to go to work and still build that business that you envision at the same time. Well, so have we. And this is why we decided to make this podcast. This podcast is not just for PTs, OTs, MDs, or RNs. It's for everyone in healthcare. Our mission is to inspire you to make healthcare a better place and to build your business or brand through stories and real-life examples of some of the top leaders and entrepreneurs in healthcare. There's no better time than now. Welcome to Off the Clock, the Healthcare Entrepreneurs Podcast. What is going on, guys? Hope everybody has had a wonderful week, wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Guys, welcome to another episode of Off the Clock, the Healthcare Entrepreneurs Podcast. As usual, I am your co-host, Mr. Carl Bourne Jr., and I'm joined by the one and only, soon to be on his way, Dr. Paulo Chang. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I appreciate the affirmation and of speaking speaking over my life. Um, hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? Hope everything is going well. Welcome to another episode of Off the Clock, the Healthcare Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm really excited that you guys are tuning in for another episode and just to kind of catch y'all up a little bit. So for those of y'all who this is your first episode, we switch things around. All right. So really this episode, this podcast, we are talking about just different ways to advance yourself as a healthcare entrepreneur. And we're also going to be bringing on different experts in the field that are at the top. You guys only get the best. All right. We're blessed enough to know the best. So y'all only get the best. Yep. And um, through that, you know, we hope that by having exposure to these experts, to these one percenters, that you yourself in healthcare can advance and build a life that you actually have dreamt of having. And so without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So um, this is something that I actually read in my devotion this morning, right? Um, I had a different idea for what we should have talked about, but this is something I read in my devotion. I said, you know what? This this actually fits really well. And it deals with like that optimism that everybody has when they first start a business. That optimism everybody has when they first start something new. When, you know, you move to a new place, you go to a new school, you start a new program, you start a new business, you meet a new person, everything. The optimism when you start something new and then how it actually starts to require consistency and discipline once things become boring and mundane. And the first example I'm going to use really to kind of bring this together because I've done the personality test, boy, and I realized that like I'm more of a connect on the emotions kind of guy, right? So the first thing I need to use is just that, like for me, the best example I could use is like when you find your significant other, right? And if this is the first time hearing me talk about my girlfriend or 
get used to it. I talk about her a lot. But when you when you first meet your significant other, things are great, right? Everybody always like imagines like the chase. If you're doing the chasing or you're being chased, you, you, things are sweet. Like the sun is shining brighter. You know, the air smells fresher. The birds chirp, chirpier. And <laughs> things, <laughs> things are amazing. The thing is, that usually lasts only for a certain time. And like those of y'all starting a business, those of y'all being entrepreneurs, right? At the beginning of suite, you can only see how things can go really, really well, right? The example my devotion used was like, imagine you're on a boat and you push out from shore and you're trying to just go across a lake, right? And at the beginning, like, you know, you leave the shore, things are going well, you're paddling, and as you're paddling, you're going further and further from the beginning point. And it's sweet. The problem is because the lake is so vast, as we leave, we tend to think that things are going to happen really quickly, right? Because of that uninformed optimism at the beginning, things are going to happen really quickly. So as we paddle, we're like, well, I'm about to get to that other side super quick. I just got to paddle like this, like this. And that just means we've created business plans. We've created, you know, We've a strategy to get to the other side and it's perfect and it's sweet. The problem is as we continue paddling, some starts to happen. Fatigue sets in, right? You start to actually realize, man, the other shore is really far away and all you can see is water. You don't see the shore you left. You don't see the shore you're going to. All you see is water and it starts to feel like the very things that gave you a lot of movement at the beginning seem to be getting nowhere now because now you've just been doing the same thing over and over and the crazy part is that stuff is actually what's you know it's honestly should get you to the other shore it should get you to the other shore but because of your vision and where you are right in the middle of the lake it's just the same thing over and over and this is why i said the discipline and consistency that has to be kicked in right? Because it's in this section of the entrepreneurial journey where you start to like go through informed pessimism. You start to realize, holy crap, this is not going to be as easy as I thought it would be. This is what can go wrong. This is what can happen. Maybe I'll run out of money. Maybe I won't have enough clients. Maybe I won't get the investors that I thought I needed. Maybe I won't have the connection to the network that I thought was going to happen. And as a result, now this because things have gotten boring because you're doing the same thing over and over, one or two things has to happen. Either you have to become really disciplined in understanding that what you're doing will actually get you there. The thing is, it's going to take time. And the problem with being entrepreneurs is at the beginning, like, we only see how amazing things can be. For me in my business, it started off like the year 2020 with lofty goals. And I still have those same lofty goals. Actually, the goals have gotten bigger. The thing is, even though those goals are there, and the systems are in place, they still have to be executed. The machine still has to be built. There are certain things that I still have to do to get to those goals, whether they be financial, whether they be personal, whether they be spiritual, whether they be what you know academic. And because now me and my business, like I am in the boring stage because we've been doing the same thing. I'm talking, we're running ads, we're marketing with different people. We're having like so many conversations a day. 
And there are days where it feels like, man, I'm having like 80 to 100 conversations on the low end and we're not getting a client. There are days when I'm having 80 to 100 conversations and we are getting a client. But I'm doing the same thing because I have to become consistent and disciplined and understanding that not everything that I've planned out is amazing, but also life happens. And as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a student, right? Think about it. You get in the chase, right? I'm gonna go back to the first example. You get in the chase. And for me, like when I was chasing my girlfriend, you know, we'd be on the phone until like 11 because I'm a gentleman. So we're not going to be on the phone past like midnight. Everybody's got to sleep. But I'm like, we would be on the phone. I'm calling you. Good morning. How you doing? You know, how things going? Oh, you need this. Don't worry. I got you, whatever. But the problem is just like being an entrepreneur. Once you get into the relationship and that honeymoon phase ends and the work begins, then you start to see what you're made of. And as entrepreneurs, that's one of the hardest things. That's where honestly a lot of people quit because things are hard because they don't even see how they can go from that like optimistic stage. And I think part of that is because they just lost vision or better yet, they didn't lose vision, they traded vision, right? Their original vision is I wanna have this, this and that. And then they trade vision to be like, well, I'll settle for this, this and that because that seems attainable, right? And I wanna to submit to a lot of y'all that, look, the entrepreneurial journey is about going for what does not seem attainable. Everything that's attainable is what everybody goes for. But as an entrepreneur, you have to reach beyond what you think is capable. What do you think, Carl? I think that it's interesting how how that tends to happen where we start something and once we start, we get into this phase of just being in a state of euphoria and we're just so excited to get that business off the ground and running or or get that podcast going or start that blog or whatever, whatever it is, um, you know, it is that, that we're trying to do. And it's like, at first you have that, you have that like idea of just everything you want it to look like and, and what you're working towards and your overall goal for that, plan that you have but after a while like it 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 can get boring you know it 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 can seem like okay um day 26 of trying to start my business I'm kind of tired now you know when it's like I I and forgive me if I butcher the quote but um, I can't even remember who said it, but I think it's very applicable to what we're talking about. But there's a quote that talks about it's either integrity or consistency is about doing the thing that you wanted to do, even when you're not as motivated as you were when you originally started it. And um, I think that this is a case of that, what we're talking about that, you know, it's a prime example because I know even back in 20, 20, 
man, this is going to be our, our third um, Smart Success Physical Therapy Live conference this year, huh? Um, Y'all should come, by the way. Yes, you definitely should come. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, uh, later on. But it was 2018, and that was when I started my blog. Uh, because if, I don't know if I've said this on the past episode, but uh, guys, I also write. And I have written for some of like, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the top companies in, in physical therapy. So that's something that I'm, you know, very proud of. But I started before I started writing for other people, you know, I started my own blog. And it was like, when I started it, initially, I had this mindset, like, yo, this blog is going to be crazy. Um, people are going to love it. Uh, this is going to help me build my brand. And I, I was extremely excited. And then after maybe about two months, you know, it was like the excitement wore off because it just felt like routine. You know, it felt like something that you just do, you know, like taking a shower or, or brushing your teeth. I don't, I don't know that many people that get excited about doing those things, you know, like every single day. Cause it's just, it's part of, it's part of what you do. You know, it's a part of your routine. You shower, you brush your teeth, you, you, um, do that in order to keep your hygiene up to par. And I think that, I started looking at my blog in the same light and what ended up happening was there was a period of time where I wasn't, I wasn't actively writing and I just kind of lost that motivation and, and, and that enthusiasm for it. And what ended up happening as a result is I feel like the the audience that I had kind of started to dwindle away because it was like I wasn't putting out content. And um eventually I did catch myself, you know, and I started making sure that I was putting stuff out, but even uh now, you know, my writing has kind of taken a back seat compared to other things that I'm working on. And that's also to say guys that it's okay for you to want to do other things. You know, it's okay for you to have an idea originally today and two weeks from now have a completely different goal. You know, like, it's funny. I used to think, bro, that if there was a, a certain topic, whatever, whatever it is, if there was a certain topic that I had a particular mindset towards or attitude towards, mm -hmm. I used to think that whatever it was that I thought like that was it. That was it. Yeah. So like for, for instance, if I thought Dwayne Wade was the best basketball player of all time, like <laughs> I, I would think like, yo, I said what I said, Dang. that's, that, that's what it is, you know? And then if somebody would come around and be like, yo, well, listen, D Wade is one of the best shooting guards of all time, but 
I think LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. Or I think Kobe Bryant is the best Arguably. basketball player of all time. And then they'll sit there and, and, and they can talk to me about stats. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, they say numbers don't lie. And it's like, I'll have all this good information in front of me that shows why, okay, maybe D Wade isn't the best basketball player of all time. You know, but I would think that, okay, but I can't go back on what I said because mm. that makes me look like a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I had to learn is that changing your mind doesn't make you a hypocrite. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, as you're trying to b- build your business, as you're trying to, um, you know, start whatever brand or, um, blog or podcast or you know whatever your idea is, you have to continue to grow. And when you grow, that means your perspective towards things change. So because your perspective changes, it doesn't make you a hypocrite. It means that you're growing. And the fact that you're growing means that you're going to be better off for your business or whatever it is that you're trying to create, you know? And, you know, like, just to kind of use that to your point right there, man, right? So a lot of people obviously understand, like, many of us have flown. And and just imagine, imagine for a second, like, all the things that occur as the plane is flying. There's wind changes. There might have to be redirection because of storms. But what if... What if your pilot says we're going to go from New York to Miami, right? And when you start in New York, the wind wind is strong. You know, there's a storm going on and they just put the plane in autopilot and they say, we're just going to go from New York to Miami, right? But what if at no point did the pilots make the necessary corrections to keep you on track? What if the pilots never made the necessary con- corrections to keep you on the path that gets you from New York to Miami, right? And the yeah. problem is it would start diverting. Let's just say it diverts by one degree, right? That's what's happening. It's just diverting by one degree. Well, that's not a big deal if you think about it as one degree. But if you keep it going at that one degree change, over time, you're not even going to be. You're not going to land in Miami. You might be out wearing like Reno or I don't know, Albuquerque. <laughs> That's New Mexico, y'all, for the geographically challenged. <laughs> and all it take would just like making those slight adjustments. And that's what it is, man. This entrepreneur game, just like Carl said, is not about being so staunch in your place that you're not even willing to make changes. Because as we grow, as we continue to advance as entrepreneurs, there are certain things to realize. One, one, you should definitely be taking in podcast reading. It scares me the amount of people that want to be entrepreneurs but are not putting themselves in front of information that's readily available. It's so scary. We live in a day and age where your answers are in front of you. Your answers are in the palm of your hands and your phone and the computer, really. And this computer they put in your hand, you can get anything. 
right? Your answers are all over to the point where now I don't even have to go onto my phone, really, right? I got one of these Amazon joints, so I just say a certain person's name. I'm not going to say it because you're going to hear the ding. But I'll be like, uh, what is this, this, and that? Without even moving, just yeah. by speaking, I get an answer to a question I had. Yeah. That's the age we're living. So first of all, we need to be putting ourselves in front of information that can allow us to change. Secondly, understand that even though your business plan is your business plan, you need to get somebody who is where you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, they're actually going to require some changes of you. Mm -hmm. Right? The first thing is, and I don't remember why I heard this, but the only way, no, Denzel said this, Denzel said this. He was like, the only way, the only thing between where you are right now and your goals, the only thing between your dreams and your success is discipline and consistency. But that discipline and consistency doesn't mean doing the same thing over and over. Just like the person that's on the lake rowing, right? Mm -hmm. Over time, that person on the lake starts to make some adjustments. Because they understand I'm going to wear myself out maybe before I get to the other shore. Maybe they realize, what if I just, I'm watching the current and I'm seeing how things are going here. So what if I make, and I don't, I don't know if there's a current on a lake. I'm not a water person. I think maybe just rivers. I don't, I don't think so. But, 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 but go, we'll go with it. Just go with it. Right, let's just go with it. Let's say they just realize like, okay, maybe it's, it's stormy on that part of the lake. And even though that's the straight path there, perhaps if I go around it, it's gonna be a little different. It might seem a little harder, but I will actually get there faster. I will actually get there stronger. I'll actually get there having gained more information. And I'll actually have learned how to navigate the best way for me to go across this lake. But that only comes by being willing to open and change, being coachable. That's key. I have a business coach. And every time my business coach, you know, it's one of the things I love. So I've been doing landing pages this week, right? And one of the things I love is like, I'll make a landing page and I'll send it to my business coach. And I'm usually 9.5 out of 10 times, pretty sure he's going to tell me to make some adjustments. Hmm. You know, it's it's funny you say that because I think that brings up another very good point in terms of starting uh, a new business. I think what happens as well is we can we can let our ego get in the way mm-hmm. in terms of making adjustments, and sometimes it can pain us so much at the thought of thinking what we originally came up with isn't going to work, you know, and we let our pride get in the way. And because of that, we let our pride blind us to the fact that we have to be able to take constructive criticism. That was a big thing that I had to learn was being able to take constructive criticism and 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 not take it personal and realize that it was put in place in order for me to become better because of it in order for uh 
our podcast to become better or my blog to become better or um, in order for my, my website designing skills to become better, you know, or even my, my marketing. But originally, I remember I used to get so defensive. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. I, I used to get so defensive whenever somebody wanted to discuss anything that I was doing. Whenever they wanted to talk about, oh, you know, I really like what you're doing, but, you know, why don't you think about tweaking this or changing this? And in my head, I used to be like, yo, who are you trying to control what what I got going on, you know? And (laughs) what I had to realize is like, man, what if I do change X, Y, Z? And what if, what if I'm better because of it? You know, what if I am able to reach more people through my message just because of one little tweak right. someone suggested? Um, and I had to, I had to, you know, start allowing myself to take that criticism and actually apply whatever advice it was that I was given. Granted, now, that doesn't mean that any Joe Schmo that comes up to you and tells you, hey, you need to change this about your business. That doesn't mean you have to listen. The other part to that is that you need to be able to have a mentor or someone in your life who you can go to because they've already been there. So no need to reinvent the wheel. You know, the, the recipe is already there. They've already done it. Okay. You can go to them and they can tell you, I like this about what you're doing, but this is what I don't like. And this is what I think you should change. That's necessary. You know, Yeah. because it's like, why would you listen to someone? Cause that, 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 that's, I feel like that can get kind of kind of foggy for some people because the the thing about it is if there is someone who is telling you you need to make changes to your business mm-hmm. in my opinion and in my mind you need to check their track record why because Your business, your vision, your dream, that's everything to you. Right. So you have to be careful with who you allow to get inside your circle to influence your perspective on your vision. Because if you've never started your own business or you have no experience with starting a business or marketing or advertising or selling or anything like that, why would I listen to you? Because your track record doesn't prove to me that you're a reliable source. So I think it's also important that you take that constructive criticism, but you take it and apply it from the right people. Otherwise you take it, you internalize it. You think about, is this really valuable? What this person is saying, are they credible? 
And then from there, you make a decision on whether or not you want to go ahead and implement whatever suggestion it is that they gave to you. Yeah. And you're right. Like you have to do your due diligence and make sure the person that's trying to feed life into your, your businessman, like your entrepreneurial journey has actually done it. Not even in the sense like you're going to shut off everybody, but like there has to be like a sense, like a sense of common sense in what they've done. Right. Because any Joe Schmo, any Jane Doe can pop up and say, do this, do that, do this, do that. But man, unless they're in it, unless they actually got the grind, unless they've actually done what you've done, like it's not going to do you any good. But on the other hand, don't, don't, do not, do not let your ego be the reason you do not succeed because your butt hurt or you feel some type of way. That's that big enemy. And I, and I was like that too. Right. You're saying you're like, I was like that too, man. And like, for me, when we started our business, we also joined a mastermind. And so I think like joining the mastermind and when we had to pay to join it is actually what humbled my ego because I realized we have invested too much for me to have like opposing opinions when somebody who's done it is telling me adjustments to make because they see it. And I think another part about it too, is you got to think about it. Like, That's why it's so important to have a coach, right? So I go to my, my little brother plays basketball and he's on this travel team. And like, I go to their games and it's crazy. Like as I'm watching the game, I'm seeing what adjustments they should make. Now, granted, I think everybody in the stands thinks like their coach of the year, but I'm seeing just slight adjustments that they should make that I'm, positive they don't even see in the game because either they're too close to it or the, because they're in the game they don't see it and if you tell them right so if you tell them something they, they're like well you're not even in here playing with me right you're not on the court shooting like what do you know i think for a lot of us we're that person we're in the startup phase we're going through our struggles and somebody says, well, just make this adjustment. You're like, well, what do you know? You're not in here doing it with me. But if you have a coach that has done it, well, there goes your excuse. So now the only person that is to blame for not having success is who? You. And that's important. Being an entrepreneur is also all about owning all parts of the process, the good and the bad. The good yeah, and the bad. Yeah, that's true. You gotta own yeah. it. Go ahead. No, yeah. No, you just gotta own it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you gotta roll with the punches. Man, this was good stuff. Guys, thank you for listening. We are going to be having some guests on here soon that are going to blow your mind uh, just with their their experience and, and level of expertise uh, as successful entrepreneurs in healthcare. And I think that they're going to provide some really, really good value for you guys and help you kind of kickstart that business or um just feed life into you you know to be able to take more action because 
I think that that is a big thing for us even this year is just taking more action mm-hmm. and and being intentional with everything that we do. So uh stay tuned for that guys. Uh yeah. cannot wait for some of the people that we plan on bringing on. But again, thank you so much for listening and uh we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Clock. This episode was brought to you by The Accepted System. The Accepted System is a program that helps pre-physical therapy students get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. This episode was also brought to you by PhysioMemes. PhysioMemes helps PT businesses to increase their referrals through word of mouth marketing by growing their brand with an online store. PhysioMemes. This episode was also brought to you by the Acceptance Navigator series. Most pre-PT students go on to spend hundreds of dollars applying to multiple DPT programs, with the majority of them having less than 40% confidence that they will actually get accepted that cycle. You have been taught that regardless of all the work you put into applying, you really don't have much control over your acceptance into PT school. The truth is, you actually do. Let the Acceptance Navigator series show you how. You can find them at www.acceptancenavigator.com. When you go on there, make sure to let them know that Paul and Carl sent you over to jumpstart your acceptance into physical therapy school. Thank you for listening and keep tuning in.